Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! We like, like the juice, juice huh? Yeah. Juice is good. Very good. So good. The Cash In Out Podcast. It's National Championship Game Monday. I'm Scotty Vegas with Anthony Rothman and Moneyline Mark. And guys, that Saturday night North Carolina Duke game was so much fun. I enjoyed that one a lot. To me, honestly, it's been kind of a ho-hum tournament. Uh, but that game kind of made up for it for me. And that's the, that's honestly probably the game that I will remember about this tournament. Anthony, your thoughts on the tournament overall and then that game on Saturday night. You know, we had this conversation, and I maybe I feel a little more affection more towards this tournament than you guys do. I think it's been a great tournament. Every game's been, been a lot of close games, uh, very tough to predict. We've got no uh, three of the four one seeds didn't make the Elite Eight, so it's been as crazy as we thought it would be. You know, there were so many people that took Gonzaga, so many people that took Arizona, Kentucky, um, and and those teams didn't make it. And so we're left here with what we saw on Saturday night, which was a title fight. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. That that felt like the championship game. The Kansas and Nova were the undercard, literally and figuratively, to the evening. But I think it's been a great tournament. You have a pseudo underdog in North Carolina, really. I mean, for all intents and purposes, they're they're if an eight seed wins, it'll be the lowest since what Nova in eighty five. But that was beating like Patrick Ewing in Georgetown. Like this doesn't feel anything like that. This feels like Carolina is the team that of destiny now. Yeah, not not anything else. So I actually, you've got a coach that's coached for almost thirty years in Bill Self to a guy in Hubert Davis who's in his first year. You've got uh, a Kansas team that didn't have vintage Kansas talent, but has guards that that can really do a lot of damage, and then Carolina who just has this, you know, big on the outside and Manic, big on the inside and Baycott, Caleb Love. It just I'll tell you, man, I've actually really liked this tournament. And the Kansas, the one seed, they don't feel like a like a monster one. And Carolina doesn't feel like a, a real underdog eight. So I think it actually fits. I, I've actually really liked the tournament. And Saturday night's game was so good that we're not sitting here talking about, and I mentioned this on my show, normally – I'd be sitting here going, wow, Duke really got robbed. That was not a foul on Roach on R.J. Davis with a minute 18 to go on the left wing. That wasn't a foul. Yeah. The phantom call, mm-hmm. R.J. minds him making two free throws. But we're not sitting here talking about it because it went back and forth. So, um, you know, one team hit free throws at the end. One team really didn't in Duke when Mark Williams missed both, and he's yeah. 75%. And then Caleb Love hits the dagger three when Keels doesn't go over the top of that screen. He shoots that over Wendell Moore, who's 6'5". I'm telling you, man, we're we're talking about some of the high-level basketball we've ever seen on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, it, it was terrific. And and Mark, uh, thoughts on tonight? Yeah, Kansas is a four-point mm-hmm. favorite over North Carolina. The money line for Carolina is plus 160. Is there is there a feel one way or the other for you, Mark? I kind of like North Carolina money line underdog. You know, I think mm-hmm. Kansas is probably the better all-around team. But North Carolina is so hot. They beat Duke 
in on huge stages twice. Yeah. Um, and very pivotal, important games for uh, Coach K's legacy, um, in, in my opinion. And then just the backcourt is R.J. Davis has been on fire and just been playing great. So I, I think I, I'm, I'd roll the dice tonight and I'd take money line plus 165. I think that's the best value play for what could happen. So I've seen it up to 175 in some places even, so you can even get more value if you search for it. But, you know, I took the value on Saturday night. I took Carolina plus 160. And at tip-off, guys, it they, they were begging you to take Carolina. That launched up to 180 before tip-off because of whatever late money was coming in on Duke, and they had to kind of balance it. Tonight, it's very eerily similar. It's plus 175 in that area. I had myself talked into Kansas on the money line and pairing that with an over or under. In this case, I think the under because I think that now both teams, so much emotion came out of Saturday night. Now, maybe you could say there won't the defense won't be as good, but I don't know if they'll shoot as well as they shot in the second half. Um, But, Mark, you may be leaning me towards – not the money line. I can't get all the way there, although the value is so tempting. But plus four and a half kind of whets my appetite on both because then I, I feel like my heart says, my head says Kansas is going to win. You know, the the intangible feel is that Carolina is going to ride this wave right into a title. So I understand where you're coming from. But if you take the four and a half and you put an over-under with it, you're getting plus 275 there on the parlay. So I just I just decided to build a little props parlay. Okay. We talked about that. We wanted to do this yeah. for tonight. And I threw North Carolina in as, you know, as a money line Ooh. to win the game. And <laughs> with that, I put Caleb, Caleb Love at 19 points or more. And I put that because he shoots a ton. He puts the he ball does. up a lot and plays basically 40 minutes. I put uh, Baycott at 14-plus rebounds in the game which he's been getting a ton of rebounds every game. Uh, I know McCormick is a little is, – is, is tough for Kansas down there yeah. too. Uh, and then I put Remy Martin uh, at, to score 12 points. He's the Kansas mm-hmm. guard yeah. that early in the tournament was putting up a lot of points. Uh, and that pays what, – what do you think that would pay, that, that four-way? What, what, well, throwing in a plus 175 or whatever with Carolina, that's um, – I mean, that's got to be up there. That's got to be in the – Six to one area, right? Okay, it's sixteen to one. Okay, that's crazy. Sixteen to one. So that's well, Carolina to win. Love to score nineteen. Baycott fourteen rebounds. Remy Martin twelve points. I kind of like it. Kind of like it. Yeah, a little worry about Baycott. You know, I know he's talking a big game, but you know, if he tweaks it at all, you're in trouble, right? He tweaked it. I mean, who knows? We're not. We can't examine him. We don't know. He jogged back to the court, so you got to think he's going to be okay. Um, Love is going to have to shoot. So I agree with you there. Um, but he's not, that would be over his average. Yes. Yes, it would. So, um, and then Remy's been great. He's the sixth man that any team would love transfers in. He's awesome. Didn't do a ton in their final yep. four win over Villanova, but before that was scoring a ton. Um, so that's, that's just kind of a little four way mm-hmm. feast that I'm, that I'm looking at. And I think at 16 to one, that's, that's pretty decent value. Yes. I agree with that. All right, any last uh, – so you're taking Kansas on the money line. Mark's taking North Carolina on the money line. I, I've been leaning probably going Kansas, 
but it, it, it it's a game that I think could go either way. So then why don't we why don't see that's that's the way I feel now is that I think I should be more inclined to take the four and a half instead like of the money line. That's at least that's the compromise. I don't know if I can get all the way, but listen, Mark is right in that the value at plus I'm seeing it at plus one seventy five right now, which tells me that you know people just think Kansas is the better team. Kansas looked better. But they felt the same thing about Duke, that Duke was the better team. I just, I don't know if you can recreate, Scott. I mean, the national title game should be able to recreate any motivation of any anything you'd ever want. But the emotion of beating Duke mm-hmm. in Coach K's final game in the Final Four, you got to come down a little bit from that high. I just, yeah. Yeah, could, that, that could be a factor. I mean, it feels like you just won the national championship on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and then two days later you got to get up and, and do it again. Uh, I get that. You know, remember, do you remember a couple years ago when Wisconsin knocked out mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky in the in the yeah. Final Four game? I think similar situation because Kentucky was undefeated. This was, like, supposed to be an unbeatable Kentucky team. Wisconsin won it and then uh, struggled and, and didn't beat Duke. I, there was a close game against Duke but didn't win the national title. So, Kind of a, a little bit of a factor there. All right, so that's our national championship. You're taking. So let's lock them in. Let's lock them in here. Yeah, you're taking. So we can give people the odds and what we're taking. Yeah. So I've gone back and forth, but I'm going to stick with my initial instinct. It's not an interesting bet. It's not a big bet. It's plus one eighty six. That's not a lot. It's Kansas and under one fifty two. Okay. So Kansas money line and under one fifty two. That's plus one eighty six. Mark, what's your what's your official play for tonight? UNC plus one sixty five. Okay. Okay. And I am gonna go. Boy, you know what? I'm gonna take the plus four. I think I'm gonna take the plus four. I'll give you four and a half because I've seen it four and a half in some places. Okay, I'll take plus four and a half. I, so on the side I'm looking at right now, it's plus four minus okay. one oh five. It's a good so, bet. Yeah, I kind of like the the 105. And then as far as the over-under, I'm kind of with you on the under. 152 is a lot of points. Um, so I would probably play Carolina plus four and the under, and that is actually uh, almost three to one. So it's plus 272. Okay. So, all right, that's our official national championship picks. Let's move on because it is Masters week. One of us is going to Augusta, Georgia this week, which I am so jealous mm. Mark, this won't even be your first time there, will it? No, I used to live there, so I've been many times. Um, love the restaurants, just love the atmosphere. I mean, you know, people that live down there rent their house for one week, and it covers their house payment for the entire year. It's, it's just an awesome place to be around this time of the year. It's, it's an interesting place to live, but obviously with all the craziness on Washington Road, the main road there, it's just a great time. Excited to go back. Okay, it's pretty amazing. So we're going to do this master's draft. This is a little bet. So I won the NCAA tournament bet where we did the, the draft of teams two weeks before the tournament even started. Um, and I ended up with a few of the final four teams. So uh, that's, I've, I've got that. I've got so, the dinner. And, but Mark and I tied for a second, which means that we both split your meal. Or, or it could be one person pays for dinner. One person pays for drinks. <laughs> Exactly. I'll take the dinner tab. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't know my uh, my drinks tab on the on the Buckeye Cruise. You, you may you may be losing out there, Mark. Um, okay. So, Master Draft, how yep. we're doing this? We're each going to draft five guys. 
okay? Uh, it'll be a snake draft. And the key is to have the winner of the tournament, right? So if, if you have the winner of the tournament, then you win the pool. If one of the if, if basically uh, the winner comes from somebody not drafted in our top 15 here, then we will go with total earnings for our five members on our team. So key to have the key is to have the winner, but also to have a uh, good depth as well. So uh, we flip a well flip a coin. We got three guys that wouldn't make sense. Um, Anthony, why don't you take first pick? Mark, you take second. I'll take third, and then we'll snake back. So, Anthony, you got first pick in the Masters draft. Ah, boy. I got two guys that, that jump right off. Uh, for me, it's either Rom or Thomas. And, uh, boy, feels like that Justin would be the one to take here based on his iron play and everything about him. And doesn't he have, am I wrong about this? Doesn't Justin Thomas have, um, who's on his bag is bones on his bag. Yeah. Yeah. He's got bones on his bag. Um, boy, I'll tell you, he wants to win it badly. We know that. I'd love to really, really check real fast. I think, I think Rom is one of those guys though, that can just flip it and turn it on. He was fourth a couple years ago. I'm going to double check real fast on his. So he was fourth and 18, ninth and ninth. Yeah. He's finished top 10, four years in a row. Give me John Rom. John Rom. Okay. Rom at one money line. Mark, yep. who's going to, uh, I'll take Justin Thomas, please. Yeah, I figured. Mm-hmm. I figured. By the way, Rom is eleven to one. Justin Thomas is twelve to one. Those are the two betting favorites. I am going to go with the number one player in the world, the hottest player Ooh, in the world, Scotty for Scott, Scotty, Scotty for Scotty, Scotty Scheffler, who I actually do have a sizable bet in on already this week. Uh, I got him at twenty-eight to one last week during the match play. Uh, I've got Scotty Scheffler as my pick, and then. Wrap around. I'm going a little bit off the odds here, but this I've got a feeling about this guy because he's healthy. He's so good in majors. Uh, such a tough, tough player. Mm. Played well in, in the Masters. Has been close. Has had kind of the battle scars. Brooks? Brooks Kepka. Oh, read your mind. Yep, Love I'm it. going Kepka. And he is 20 to 1, and I think there's great value on him. Uh, all yep. right, Mark, second pick for you. I'm going to take DJ Dustin Thomas or Dustin Johnson. Sorry. Dustin DJ DJ off the board. You're going JT and then you're going DJ. Yep. Okay. Anthony for back to back. I get back to backs now. You get back to back. That's nice. That's very nice. There's a guy on the board who I really want to. So there's a couple guys. And listen, there are a lot of big names that missed the cut here last year. Rory Cantlay, DJ day. A lot of guys missed the cut here. It can happen. Um, I think I'm going to start with a guy who is pretty comfortable there. He's had a few top tens. He hasn't started there forever though. He's got like five, six starts there, but he seems like he's top 10. And I think he'd probably look the weirdest wearing a green jacket. And I'm going to go with Cam Smith. Ooh, I got the players under his belt and 
for my next pick, for my next trick. Um, Cam Smith, by the way, third in the betting odds at 16 to one. He's tied with Scheffler, tied with Dustin Johnson. Yeah. You know, there's certainly, you know, I'm I'm thinking about like big names. I'm thinking about like Bryson. I've been thinking about, I'm not going to take Rory. Uh, Jordan Spieth is always a guy that you'd probably want there. Um, but, you know, he's had his, uh, he's had his demons there at the Masters as well. It's very odd. Give me, let me take a look. One deal here. I want to see who. Uh, this guy hasn't played the Masters enough for me to go all in on him, so I think I'm going to pass on him. Um, boy, it's down. It's, it's down to a couple guys. This is this feels like the uh, the player draft. Yes, where I take all the take years to make a pick. Is but. he is he injured? We do, we, we got to double check. Make yeah, sure right, he's huh? still playing. <laughs> Don't want a zero. Question is, do I go with a big name or do I go with a guy that's been playing well and just hasn't had the starts at the Masters that you would want? I'm going to think out loud. This is down to me between like three or four guys. It's like Morikawa, Spieth, Cantlay. Uh, maybe I was even toying with Hovland. But I'm going to double check one thing because I think this guy always seems to play well there, and he did miss the cut last year, which I think I can't see him missing the cut twice. He finished top ten in 2019. He's missed the cut a couple times. He was top 20 in 20, and you think my life is going with this, <laughs> but I'm going to take Colin Morikawa. Okay, that's the guy who I uh, was circled yeah. as who I wanted. So feel free; you can edit out all the thinking. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> okay, Mark, you've had uh, you certainly guy, have had time to think. Yeah, this guy's been cold. I think he missed the cut last week, if I'm not mistaken. However, this is the only major I believe he has not won yet. Yeah. So I'm going to take Rory mm. here. I thought Rory was going to fall to me. Um, at pick 10, he did not. So off, isn't he? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. He has not been playing yeah. great, but, uh, look, the talent is ridiculous, right? Um, yeah. Good pick. Good pick with Rory. I think, I think there's good value taking him at pick number eight. Um, okay. So I'm going to go pick nine. I, I don't. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to go a, a guy who's been incredible this year. And I'm going to go Victor Hovland. I, I, I just, thought about him. Yeah. Yep. He's just been so good this year. He's playing so well. And I think that's, to me, that's so important heading into the Masters. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to take a guy who over the last couple months has struggled, um, which is why I can't go Jordan Spieth. So I'm going to go Victor Hovland. And then I'm going to back that one up with a Patrick Cantlay. I think Cantlay is, yeah, it's is too bad because I probably would have taken him next. Okay, so can't lay off the board. Back to Mark. Who was your first pick again? Ovlin. Ovlin. Okay. I'm going to take Xander Shoffley. Okay. The X-Man who finished second. I had a huge bet on Xander last year. Huge bet. And he had a chance at 16, 
and he put the ball in the water, and then Matsuyama hit a good shot on 16, and so uh, obviously that bet did not come through, and Matsuyama won last year. So, all right, Anthony, back to you. I'm going to take the guy you just talked about. He's always there. This is a depth play for me right here. Uh, I, he's not winning back-to-back, which is trouble for me, right? You're taking a guy that is the – he is the defending champ, is he not? Yes. Um, Matsu? Yeah, so give me Matsu there because I think this is a great depth piece for my fifth and final – this is my fifth and final guy or no? No, you get one more. Okay. Still a pretty good piece there because all he does is seem to make cuts and finish high at the Masters. So give me Matsuyama – and then, you know, there's part of me that wants to take Bryce in here, but he never seems to play well there. You, as much as you think you can overpower that golf course, um, there's one guy that always plays well there that I think I could grab here as a depth piece. And I might as well do it because it's my last pick. So give me Louie. Oh, Louie. That wasn't where I thought you were going. Okay. Got Louie in there. Mark? I'm going to take Mr. Burns, Sam Burns. Ooh, I love Sam Burns. Sam Burns has made me a good amount of money over the last year. Uh, He wins tournaments. That's a good pick. And so, okay, so now I've got uh, the last pick, and Jordan Spieth is still on the board. Incredible. At pick 15. And and so is DeChambeau and Zal Torres. Uh, Daniel Berger's on the board. I, though, again, the, the key is to get the guy who wins. There are a couple guys that weren't taken that I'm starting to regret a little bit now. Yeah, Spieth, Zalatoris, Berger. I'm not taking Bryson. He has not played well this year. Um, the other guy who I like as a long shot in this tournament, actually at 55-1, to 1, is Adam Scott. Scott's played really well at Augusta. But I am going to take Spieth. At pick 15, he has the win equity. I think he... Mm-hmm. Can do it. He's twenty to one to win the tournament. I'll, I'll, I'll take Spieth as my last and final. Is pick. it against the rules for me now to go back and swap out Louie for a different guy? <laughs> yeah, yes. it <laughs> yes, is it against. Is. Okay, who, so who the draft, would you have gotten? I would have gone back and I would have taken Fino. Oh, yeah, I was staring at him too. All he does is finish. I mean, he has four straight top tens of the Masters. Wow, four straight. Yeah, and he's a bomber. Yeah, I mean that's that. You know what he's finished. In eight, eight, fourth, ninth, seventh, fifth. Ooh, I mean, what am I doing? Wow, I, I really want to swap out Louis. I will say, Finau has not played well. This I know, year. but it's a horses for courses, right? And he's fifty-five to one. That might be good value. I think it is on the board. Yeah, he he was one of those guys that you're right. Winning it is totally different. Bubba's still Bubba's eighty to one. You know, he has had great success there. Um. Leishman's had success there, but you know, it's 66 to one. And I liked your call on maybe Adam Scott knowing the course and having won there. But I'll tell you what, if this was the roulette board, we've blanketed a lot of numbers for sure. If we don't get a winner out of those 15. We suck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Unless you get a Danny Willett in there, unless you get a, you get a, uh, you know, uh, Thomas Peters or some kind of Jason Kokrak, you know, you don't know. But uh, I think we're going to be okay as far as uh, having the winner. So here's the deal. If none of us have a winner of our five, it goes to the tiebreaker, which is total money earned by your five guys. So making the cut would be key. If you could get all five to make the cut. Yeah, that's right. 
you know what my one of my favorite bets of all time, and this is a site that no longer exists, so I can't make this the cut bet, bet is the cut bet. Yeah. And what it was is you take twelve guys and you parlay them all to make the cut. And I remember I did this, and um, it came down to and, and 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 I got amazing odds. It was like two hundred and fifty to one, and I took twelve guys. All of them needed to make the cut. Can I read your mind? Yeah, go for it. I remember the guy that screwed you. Yeah. And it was a guy that always plays well there. Yes. And it was Mr. Paul Casey. Paul Casey. Yep. Paul Casey on 18 um, need, needed a par, and he got a bogey on Friday. And he missed the damn cut, and I lost Crazy. out on a big, big parlay because of it. I will never forget, and I will never forgive <laughs> Paul Casey. Screw him. Oh. <laughs> Mighty Casey. Ugh. All right. oh, I like my team. I like my team. Outside of maybe my last pick, I like my team. Yeah. You know, I, I'm looking at it. I, I like my – jeez. I like your team, too, with Rom on it. Um, <laughs> and I like the depth that, that Moneyline Mark got Rory in round three. So – and Xander in round four. So pretty strong. Pretty strong. All right. Mm-hmm. So that is the Cashing Out Podcast. Next Monday we'll be reviewing the Masters and talking more football because we got we we did a football draft recently so we'll we'll relook at that so we will be back next Monday enjoy Masters weekend and Mark have a blast have a, down there enjoy Mark so jealous thanks.